Kreusor. Hello and welcome to the CC4 Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcasts. I'm Stephen Hedges. Thursday the 3rd of June 2021 may not be a date that many of us will remember in the years ahead, but in the history of cricket in Wales and the history of Glamorgan County Cricket Club, it will be an important footnote. It was the day cricket fans were let back into Sophia Gardens for the first time since the end of the 2019 season. To mark the occasion, we went behind the scenes to talk to Head of Operations at Glamorgan, Dan Cherry, and Chief Steward, Alan Jones. After hearing from both Dan and Alan, you will hear a selection of interviews with fans made on the day, including a chance encounter with Kieran Carlson's mum. We began by asking Dan how the test event on the 3rd of June had come about. Yeah, of course. So we, we were approached by Welsh Government probably going back about eight weeks ago to understand whether we'd be keen to take part in the testing programme. Uh, we indicated that we had some you know, county championship matches in May and June, which would fit really well with what they were trying to achieve. So it's been a process along the eight weeks of liaising with Welsh Government to understand the requirements for the event and to ensure that we meet all of the, you know, kind of regulations and the health and safety procedures um, around it. So it's a potentially really exciting time for us to, you know, be included as part of the testing programme, playing our part, hopefully, in allowing events to, to continue um, in Wales after the, the 3rd of June. And when was the last time that spectators actually came to watch a game of cricket at Sophia Gardens? So, yeah, it's a really, really interesting one, this one, because talking to our chief executive yesterday, Hugh Morris, said it's 612 days since the stadium was open for spectators. And and counting. (laughs) And counting, correct. So we're back to September 2019, which was the the last time that we hosted county championship cricket at Sapphire Gardens. How rigorous a process is the Welsh Government uh, asking you to go through and how has that worked at Glamorgan? Yeah, it's been a really interesting process because it's never taken place before. So, you know, it's been a large collaboration with a number of partners, Welsh Government, Cardiff Council, uh, Public Health Wales, the local health board, the safety advisory group. So it's been, you know, pretty, pretty onerous. And we've all been looking at the safe ways that we can operate this. And we're also, you know, working alongside a, a dynamic kind of public health situation here. So, yeah, when we first discussed uh, looking at test events back eight weeks ago, uh, the situation was very different. Thankfully, things have improved uh, from a public health perspective down to increased vaccinations and less hospitalizations and, 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 and less community transmission, which has been good. We've had to basically rewrite all of our operational plans for how we manage the stadium safely. We've had to update our safety certificate. We've had to write COVID overlay plans, risk assessments, it's been, you know, a really challenging period to to get all of this together. That all then needs to be, you know, kind of corroborated and signed off by all of the partners that I've mentioned. We're very keen to get members and spectators back into stadiums, but, you know, we can only do so uh, if it's safe and if we get the support from Welsh Government. And I think the last thing that we would want to do is open the stadium if, you know, we, we, we were, were told by the Welsh Government that it wasn't safe to do so. We normally get, you know, kind of a lead in for the season of, you know, six months to plan during the winter periods where we can, you know, review and assess everything that we've done in the previous season and we can start to plan um, and make improvements for the season ahead. But it's really shortened that window and, and led to a lot of hard work and, you know, scratching of heads and 
working with partners and looking at best practice from other stadiums uh, who've already had fans back in. Um, we're all looking forward to having that buzz of our, our, our members back enjoying cricket again. And here we are now. There's about a week to go, a week today, the event will take place. Uh, where are you now with, with all of those preparations and what's left to be done in these last seven days? Yeah, we're working really hard to make sure we've got the right staff in place, that they're briefed and trained in our COVID protocols. Uh, we're putting up signage and hand sanitizers and all the other requirements that were, that are there for us to ensure that people are, uh, are safe on, on, on entry. Uh, the ticketing side of things is obviously a huge one. So we've got, you know, kind of less than a week to uh, communicate with the members, uh, give them unique reference codes to set up on the, the, the website to kind of get their ticket for the match. And what will be different for a spectator coming to the ground uh, this time? What will they immediately notice or that either is there that they have to do or that isn't there and they, they're not able to do? We'll be limiting uh, access to a small area of the stadium. Um, and we'll be asking people to sit within their allocated seat, um, not to move around and socialise too much with, with others due to social distancing restrictions. And it's going to it will feel very different. But I think, you know, this is the first stage uh, on a longer journey that we're all taking at the moment. And, you know, I really hope that people can understand some of the challenges around this and they'll, they'll, they'll support us as we move through this next phase. Alan, do you want to tell us a little bit, um, starting with your job title and what you normally do uh, for Glamorgan on match days or event days? Yeah, certainly. Uh, my name is Alan Jones. I'm the chief steward for the four-day games. Uh, for the four-day games, I organise and look after the stewards. Uh, so basically for the four-day games, I have 10 stewards a day plus me. Um, so it's basically looking after the uh, spectators as they come in, making sure the players are safe coming down, uh, and basically day-to-day -day running of that. Um, I also look after the um, conferences and that kind of thing, which we have in there, used to do the Christmas parties. The difference, obviously, with this one is that, obviously, COVID safe. Now, we have been running COVID, uh, COVID safe um, games so far. A couple here, and actually a couple in Newport we've done, so I've done Newport as well with them. Um, and it's basically no spectators. So the difference is the um, the teams come through top gate, which is gate five. They're all tested coming in. We ask them if they've done the lateral flow testing, which they have to do twice a week. Um, they, When they come into the stadium, they are parked. Uh, home team are first two bays, uh, way team back two bays. Then basically they go um, a one-way system up to their dressing rooms. Uh, instead of normally going up to through the fire and up the stairs, they have to go on the side uh, and up the stairs. Glamorgan uh, take up the first floor where we put in the big lounge. We normally have hospitality. As it's no hospitality, we um, safely distance, uh, put the chairs so they're two meters apart. And then uh, that's on level one. Uh, the boxes, which are not in use, uh, one, two, three, and four, are used for the backroom staff, the physios, um, the managers for the team. Then level two, uh, which is the top floor, which is normally hosts both teams. Uh, the first, uh, the away teams have both dressing rooms. And again, they're socially distanced in between. So when they come out to come on the pitch, they come down through the stairs and down onto the pitch. Now, they've got a one-way system there down on the left, up on the right. Presumably the difference uh, this uh, coming Thursday with the game against Lancashire, on day one at least, is that there'll also be spectators 
what would normally be the process with spectators and what's different for this week? Normally with spectators, they can come through. Uh, we normally have gates two and gate five where they can come through. Um, for the four-day games, uh, they normally come through gate two, my apologies. Uh, they are scanned as they come in. We do a very quick search on them. It's a, it's a cursory search. Uh, and then they can actually sit anywhere in the ground almost. Uh, the difference now, obviously, with this one, COVID safe, is they can only come through gates one and gate two. Uh, gate five, they kind of come through. Again, that'll be separated out so the players and match officials only can come through gate five. And this time, the, uh, we ask them um, to make sure they sign a declaration to say as a charter, to say that uh, they agree the COVID protocols will be in place. The difference, again, is uh, the spectators can only use the bottom half of the ground. We've got the main grandstand and one other grandstand up the top of my head in use only. So they cannot go around the bowl. Uh, they cannot meet the players. Uh, normally, we get a lot of autograph hunters in the four-day games. Uh, again, they cannot meet the players. So they are confined to one area only. Uh, sorry, one uh, bottom half of the ground. Yes, the, 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 the next three days of the match will, will be back to what you have been doing, which is just sort of players and, and officials. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And unfortunately, I've already had members saying it's lovely to be back for the four days. And I've had to apologise and tell them it's for one day only. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm hoping that we don't get people turning up for day two, day three, day four, expecting to come in. Because uh, obviously, as you know, it's, um, it's been monitored by the uh, Welsh Government. Uh, in line with the others ones that they've done. They've done Newport um, football and Swansea football uh, and the castle, of course. They have a concert in the castle. So they're monitoring it all, uh, collating all the information together and hopefully give us the uh, indication when we can open for the rest of the games that we've got coming up. Yeah, you mentioned that it's a test event. Uh, one of the test events that the Welsh Government have done across a lot of sport Um Will that mean there'll be sort of Welsh government officials or researchers on site on Thursday just monitoring how things are going? I believe so. I must admit I haven't seen that, but I would assume that they would be because obviously they could be monitoring the events uh, as, as we're using it, uh, as we're looking after people and obviously how we see people as well. Certainly the two metre distance uh, has got to be enforced. Um, so that's I think that's what they're looking at, yeah. And you and your staff, uh, Alan, have you been involved in sort of any extra briefing sessions uh, in the run up to, to Thursday or is it all kind of just more or less what you'd normally do? No, obviously it's completely different to what we normally do for a normal four-day game. Uh, obviously the four stewards I get in for the four-day game, uh, they're all temperature tested as they come in uh, and only basically work on gates two and gate five. This is um, for the COVID shutdown that we had last year and this year. But this one is completely different to this one. Um, we are, um, so normally I have just 10 stewards in for a four-day game. For this one, uh, for the one day, the third, we've got 53 stewards in. Wow. <laughs> yeah. so we've got to um, socially distance people as they come through the gates. They've got to be social distance as they come through. We've got to check it. They've signed this charter that's coming through. And then once they come in then, um, so normally I have two people on a gate. This time I've got to have six people on a gate. <laughs> and as they come through, then they've got to be directed and shown where their tickets are, um, make sure they're socially distanced. It's things like toilets and so on. You know, we can't allow uh, many people in toilets. So I have to have a steward beginning and click in uh, five, six people or whatever it is they allowed. And then out, back in. Of course, the cleaners are going to be very busy that day because they're going to be cleaning and wiping everything down, toilets in particular, bars as well. The bars and food outlets, 
again, we kind of people queuing, you know, as they normally do one behind each other. They've got to be social distance. So I've got to have a steward at each in the end of the bar or the, or the food outlet, making sure that they're socially distanced. Same on the stands. We've got our people at the bottom of the vomitories to make sure that people are sitting in where they should be sitting and that they are um, socially distancing. So it's a completely different thing to what we normally do for a four-day game, you know. And you can see the number of stewards that we've got in there. Uh, that's, well, five times what I normally have. Uh, what we're going to do as well is we're going to bring um, everybody in early for that day, all the stewards in early. Normally, I bring stewards in at 9, 9.30 for the 10, 10 o'clock start of play. Uh, sorry, start 10 o'clock opening of the gates. We're going to bring everybody in for 8 o'clock. So we're going to go in the Jubilee Hall, give everybody a good briefing and, and explain the differences that we've got to this game to what we normally have. Uh, but it's also to make sure that the stewards feel safe as well and comfortable. Because obviously I know we've got a duty of care to the uh, spectators, but also I've got a duty of care to the stewards who work for me. Uh, how confident do you feel today that things should run smoothly on Thursday? Hopefully, yes. Uh, the weather is obviously going to be, the weather looks like it's going to be good, which is always a good help. As you know, um, if we have rain, then it's, people don't see cricket, they can wander. But um, no, I'm, Touch wood. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I'm very confident there. Okay, what's your name, sir? Uh, Graham. A regular down here at Sophia? Yeah, uh, home and away. Got a lot of away games as well. And what did you do last season? Nothing much. Just watched the England games on TV. And how does it feel coming back today? Absolutely fantastic. Okay. Really what are you looking forward to most? Have, having a pint. Okay, which you can today, I think. Which yeah. hopefully, yeah, the bar is open with a bit of luck. Okay. Look is that what you want from Morgan to bat today? Uh, to be honest, I'm not bothered. Just be good to watch some cricket. All right. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Okay, your name, sir? Uh, John Paul. Okay, and Glamorgan supporter? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I lived in Lancashire, so Glamorgan, Lancashire. Bit of derby today. Okay, so it's a good day for you. Yeah, good day to come today. Watching both your clubs. Last year was actually my first year as a member. And obviously couldn't go to any, <laughs> which is disappointing, but there we are. And you've renewed your membership for this I year? I have. I renewed this year. thought, well, give it a go. You never know. So it might be in a better place. And we are today, so at least we're going to go in today. Okay, so your name? Bill Davis. I only moved to Cardiff about five years ago. So two things I did as soon as I came. Season ticket for the football and the membership of Glamorgan. Makes a difference now living here. And so today, really looking forward to Oh, it's been a long time. <laughs> And what is the difference with having spectators, do you think? Oh, the, the atmosphere and uh, the community feeling, you know, as well as the cricket. But uh, no, it's an, it's, uh, it's an occasion. Okay, um, your name, sir? David Williams. And what have you missed about the kind of experience of coming to the ground? It's just a match day, isn't it? Crowds and that. It's, it's not quite the same. Well, it's not the same. Just honestly, just a game of cricket. <laughs> well, uh, my name's Roger Jones. I've been a member for many years. Okay. Retired a few years as well, of course. You know, um, the letter came in the post. I'd phoned up a couple of times. They said they, they were on their way. I think it should have arrived Friday or Saturday, but maybe that was the postman's fault. <laughs> you managed to get everything done? But because be I'd, yeah, because I'd spoken to a friend of mine who'd received it, I knew that I had to get uh, this five-day testing, you know, five days. So I did that off my own bat at my local testing centre. And then I did the one at home on, because the pack arrived on Tuesday then. Okay. Or was it Wednesday? What day is it today? Thursday. Wednesday. So um, so I was able to do that at home yesterday and get the negative result and record it all. Right. But it, it, it was a bit of a fuss and um, it wasn't easy 
to log on to apply for the ticket in the first place. A few more days notice might have been helpful and uh, an easier website, shall I say. We live in difficult times. We do. And this is a test which yeah. the Welsh Government are, are watching. Yeah. How's been the experience in the stadium today? Pretty good, yes. Uh, good for the, the scoreboard's good anyway. <laughs> but um, I don't, I'd much prefer to sit behind the bowler. You know, that's why I normally sit at the tough end behind the bowler's arm if I can. And um, I can understand you keeping it all to one area, but you know, um, I, as I say, I, and I like to move around the ground as well, fo follow the sun or follow the shade, depending. Yeah. You know, so. Um, it's been, I think it's been a difficult job for, you know, for Glamorgan County and uh, I hope, you know, there'll be more of them, more days like this perhaps. So all in all, it's been a good day. Great. Well, I won't keep you. <laughs> no, okay. Go back and enjoy the evening session. I will do, yeah. All thanks. the best. Okay. This is a little bit of history that we're creating today, a first match back after over 600 days without 600 days. Well, let's hope the weather stays fine and the... Uh, the boys enjoy it, that's the main thing, isn't it? And what do you like about being here watching the cricket as opposed to watching it at home on TV? Out in the fresh air, with friends. We've been with, meet friends who've been uh, members of Glamorgan for years. And then in the other uh, parts of the seats, you don't see them till you come back to the cricket. So you're reacquainting yourself that's with That's right, reacquainting and um, having a wonderful time with people from all walks of life and uh, put the world to rights as well. Okay, well off you go. Take care. You've bye got bye. six hours to put it to rights. Bye-bye. Yeah, I've been following the Morgan for 40 odd years now, I suppose, yeah, yeah. And the last 18 months, you've not been able to come and watch a game of cricket. Has no, been unfortunately, it's been very difficult. Yeah, I've missed uh, watching live sport for the start, really, but uh, yeah, it's, it's great to be back here. Yeah. Do you normally come to Sapphire and meet up with a few people here yes. and come and watch the cricket? Is that? Yeah, most definitely, yeah. It's hopefully, they can bowl uh, Lancashire out quite cheaply and uh, we can see Glamorgan batting later. Okay. And hopefully, the sun will come out. I'm Leslie. And um, regular at Sophia Gardens usually? Oh yes, yes, member for 15 years. And always been a cricket fan? Or... Oh yes, since I was about six. And cricket was in the family? Um, my, we were lucky enough to have a, a television in the 1950s. And of course it was on free to air in those days. So my dad used to watch a lot. So I just used to sit with him and watch the TV. Fantastic to watch the test cricket in the old days as well. Absolutely, yes. I miss it, I'm afraid. I, I don't have, uh, you know, anything other than terrestrial TV. So were you originally a Glamorgan fan or was that come later? Um, n later, because I actually lived in Kent at the time. So I supported Kent in those days. And when did you come to Wales? 50 years ago. 1971. Okay. And was that um, marriage that brought Yes, I married a Welshman. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. So, um, 15 years of Glamorgan member, regular at Sophia Gardens, most of the home games? Most of the home games. I haven't been coming to T20. And how have you found the break from cricket, the, the coronavirus-imposed sort of um, break? A bit frustrating, but I've been trying to follow England and Glamorgan, you know, on the radio, etc. Do you ever watch the online coverage for Glamorgan? No, I don't. I, I 
don't feel able to commit to sitting down and watching a match. I'm always wanting to do something. So the experience of coming to the ground then is a very important one for you? Oh yes, absolutely. I felt quite emotional when they bowled the first ball. I think the, 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 the mid-80s is when I, I, I first started coming regularly. And you followed the Morgan home and away? Um, yes, yeah. And this is the first time back now since 2019? Since September 2019. Were you here for that one? I was here for the last home game, yeah. Which was against? I can't remember, it's so long ago. <laughs> and what have you done for your cricket in the meantime? Have you caught up with the Morgan online? Or? I just... I, I, Dipped in and out of online, but I, I, I find it difficult not actually seeing the live sport. So I know what's going on, and I've listened to Test Match Special, but I haven't watched any cricket on the TV or anything. Too busy walking well, just to good. get out of the house. Yes. <laughs> I'm Rena Carlson, Kieran Carlson's man. Right, <laughs> okay, so um, how often have you got the chance to watch Kieran in the last wee while? Oh, it's been ages, and I've really missed it. Really missed it. But it's um, great to be back. Late. It's just lovely, just watching and w watching all the all the players really. But um, just to be part of live sport is just great. Um, even before, obviously, we enjoyed it just being with crowds. But now you realise what you've missed. You must feel very proud of him. Yes. Um, this season, he's had a particularly good start to the season. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. It was very hard the last couple of seasons watching him kind of really struggling. Always, He was always positive that it would come right, and uh, it has now, so. And I'm guessing there's a lot of hard work that's gone into that. Yeah, that absolutely, work. yeah, yeah. So all we do is try and support, and just say, look, just do what you want to do, do what you can. And he, he sticks at it, he's always stuck at things. And your partner, your husband? Husband, yeah, he's on his way. He's working this morning. We and both work from home now, of course, but. The last 18 months been very um, difficult for everybody. Have there been particular problems for you and your family? Only recently, having a family in India, just knowing about what's going on there has been awful. It's been lovely to come back, but it would be nice if there were more people here. A few days after the test event, we managed to catch up with Dan to see how things had gone. So, uh, Dan, how did the test event go from your point of view? Yeah, the test event was a, a real success. It was um, a shame to have such low numbers there. So uh, even though we had um, permission from Welsh government to to invite up to a thousand spectators, I think you know most of the feedback received from from our membership was that the testing process was fairly onerous and it was very last minute, which was pretty frustrating for us. But to to get two hundred and fifty uh, members back into the stadium enjoying some cricket in good weather was was really encouraging for us and you know it was great to to actually hear applause again when when a, when a four was hit or a gorgon um bowler took a wicket and uh you know it was nice to dust the cobwebs off and and uh you know see, see people back enjoying cricket which is you know what we're all about at the stadium delivering is you know hopefully delivering good quality cricket fields to watch and a good experience you mentioned some feedback from members having difficulties with the uh, the testing regime what what feedback did you get from both members who didn't make it and also those that managed to make it and were in attendance on the day? Um, I think, you know, many people felt that, you know, kind of PCR testing and lateral flow testing, you know, was quite an onerous process as well. We tried to negate that by, you know, getting the um, tests sent to 
the members of their, their houses to make it as easy as possible. But we fully understand that it's, it's difficult times coming out of a pandemic and the Welsh Government and the Local Health Board wanted that level of testing to kind of give reassurance and to learn lessons for allowing fans back in. But, um, you know, it did become very late for us to organise everything and consequently put pressure on members to to organise themselves to to be able to put uh, everything in place. The main thing for us is making sure that everybody is kept safe. I guess this is a process which has started some time ago and still has some way to go. Were there any particular lessons that you learnt from this event that will be helpful for you going forward? I think where it was really useful for us was it was an opportunity to dust the cobwebs off after not hosting any cricket at the stadium, you know, since September 2019. You know, it was good to get the stewards back and do some training with them. It was good to see staff back enjoying their, their work. I think we, we learned some some small lessons about, you know, kind of food traders and queuing uh, systems that need to be put in place. Obviously, with, with, with cricket, we have different profiles of cricket. You know, the county championship games tend to be a bit more serene and a lot of our, our members tend to kind of sit in their seats, studiously um, watch every ball of the cricket. Um, and we know, you know, when we get to the T20 period, it becomes more of an event. Yeah, yes, the cricket is important, but people are also there to socialise and enjoy themselves. Um, so, you know, we see more movement, we see more sales of alcohol at the bars, for example, we see more food being consumed and people moving around the stadium. So I think it'll, it, was, it was useful last week to understand how compliant fans will be. Uh, with the new rules in place. But I think that the T20 period coming up now and the internationals will be a much bigger test. Well, I'm talking to you on the day of the very first T20 fixture, which is taking place this afternoon and early evening. How do you see the next weeks uh, and the, the current events that you've got lined up for the T20 going? It's a really um, interesting period for us, staging four T20 games in eight days, which given normal times, that would be a very busy period for us. In Wales, we're still at two metres social distancing. So our capacities at Safari Gardens with two metres social distancing are, are 2,892. So, you know, we'll be working really hard over the next couple of weeks to kind of phase that return. Um, due to the to the short timescales involved, we've decided to work with the safety advisory group to stick to 1,000 capacity for the first two T20s. That gives us the opportunity to learn further lessons and to safely integrate fans back into the stadium. And then we're going to look to kind of uplift that next week to the third and fourth game, getting that upwards to our kind of social distance capacity of uh, 2,892. So, yeah, we're, we're taking a, a, a steady approach. With short timescales, it's sometimes difficult to get hold of traders to serve food and drink it's difficult to get staff in and having four games in eight days with a very quick turnaround and then two uh, international t20s for, for england sri lanka it's gonna be a very busy period but we're, we're committed to doing everything we can to get our members and supporters back into the stadium safely and giving them as best experience as we can Thanks, Dan. Uh, thank you for giving us your time uh, at this current time. I know you're kind of very, very busy. Can I perhaps, on behalf of all the people that I spoke to and, and certainly the wider membership of Glamorgan, wish you all the best, you and your team. Keep up the hard work and um, people are delighted to see cricket back at Sophia Gardens and uh, I'm sure members will respond well to, to all the help and advice they get from you and your team. No, that's great. And it was fantastic to see that the members enjoying themselves at the cricket last week. And as, as I say, you know, we were delighted that they, they followed the advice that we, we gave them. And, you know, the message from us is that we've all got to look after ourselves and keep each other safe. 
you know, there's, there's, the, you know, we will do everything we can to put measures in place at the stadium. But I, I like to think that uh, our Glamorgan members are, are, are a family bunch and we all look after each other. And um, we look forward over the next few weeks to seeing more and more members coming back enjoying cricket. And um, hopefully we can get a good start to the competition tonight and see <laughs> have a, a, a really strong T20 campaign. We hope you've enjoyed this little excursion into the present day. Our thanks go to Dan, Alan and their teams for what has been a tough few weeks for them. And thanks also to all those Glamorgan supporters who shared their thoughts with us. Next week we return to our series Where Are They Now? as we talk to the 13th man, David Lewis. David was one of only 13 players that Glamorgan used in the championship winning season of 1969. We hope you can join him and us when we'll be hearing some more stories about the great game of cricket in the great country of Wales. Koval, bye for now. What's the story you have in Gadani? E bosiwch mwcpod1921 at gmail.com. Neid ewch i'n tudalen Facebook, Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast. Neid i'n tudalen Twitter, at Welsh Cricket Pod. Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? If so, please contact email mwcpod1921 at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast, or our Twitter, at Welsh Cricket Pod.